0: What's up, guys? Welcome to the Don't Forget to Love podcast with me, Amara Sullivan. Happy Love Month. Y'all know I am obsessed with love. I love Valentine's Day. I love love and romance and just everything related to love. So I really like February. Also, happy Black History Month. I will be doing a separate episode celebrating Black history and current Black culture, but today's episode is about the idea of work-life balance and why I actually don't really believe in it. I understand the view behind the phrase, but I personally do not think that the two are separated. Work for most of us is a part of life. They're not separated in my opinion, but like I said, I understand why people want to separate the two. To and try to find a balance. And so that's what I will be taking a deep dive into today and hopefully helping you get a new perspective on work and life in general if this is something that you struggle with. And even if you don't, work is always just a fun topic to talk about because it's such a huge part of most of our lives, especially if you're like me and you're in your 20s, you're still figuring things out. I am right here with you. I will also be taking I will also be talking about calling and purpose and how that ties into the quote unquote jobs that we have and our lives in general before i jump into the episode i'll I'll do a little catch up since i have not uploaded in about two weeks because of work which is fitting for this episode i cannot really tell if january was fast or slow for most people i know it was a long month but it wasn't terribly long for me it was definitely slower for me the first two weeks which i think is normal everyone's getting settled and restarting and things pick um then things picked up for me work-wise the end of the month and it's been like super busy But January was really chill for me. Nothing crazy. Oh, Taylor Swift was in my hometown, Baltimore, this past Sunday for the Ravens-Chiefs game. I don't know how that wasn't the first thing that I said when I started recording. If you don't like Taylor or you just don't care, then just skip the next two or three minutes. The Ravens are my team, of course. I was rooting for them, but it was just so freaking cool knowing that Taylor Swift was literally 20 minutes away from my house, like the city of Baltimore. Um, and I, I've lived here my whole life. And when I say Friday and Saturday leading up to the game, the city has never been on such a high with so much buzz just because of being proud of our team and also knowing that there was a 99.9% chance that Taylor freaking Swift would be at m and Bank Stadium on Sunday. Me and my friends literally pre-gamed for her being here on Thursday night last Thursday. We watched the Eras Tour on streaming. It was such a fun weekend. Also shout out to Needs Bakery in Harbor East. They had like a limited edition Taylor Taylor Swift Donuts on Saturday and Sunday. If you saw my Instagram stories from the weekend, you know what I'm talking about. It was a lavender glittery donut with like edible gold foil. It was one of those things that was like so pretty, I didn't even want to eat it. And of course, I sat by the water at the harbor on Saturday morning, right in front of the Marriott, where the freaking Chiefs were staying at that Marriott. And I listened to Taylor Swift And I ate my donut, and I've never had a more beautiful experience like in my life. It was so much fun. Everyone was either in red or purple. Our former Ravens legends came home for the game. Ray Lewis, Jacoby Jones, Ray Rice. It was such a fun weekend. Of course, losing that game sucked especially because Lamar Jackson is so incredible. I cannot wait for him to finally get a Super Bowl ring. The Ravens were great this season. Losing always sucks, but I cannot deny the fact that I love this for Taylor like having been a fan basically my whole life knowing a bit about her dating history obviously so many of her songs are about love and things that she's been through while dating I love I love how fun this is for her I love that Travis Kelsey seems to be the first one of her boyfriends who actually understands that he's dating Taylor Swift like the most famous woman on the planet I love that he's still freaking tall and she just looked a like absolutely tiny and so cute in his arms when she went down on the field on Sunday. I just love this for her so much. Also, the new season of The Bachelor also just premiered. I am so excited for Joey. I'm gonna let the episodes like stack up a little bit before I start watching so I can do like a good binge. I'm also catching up on Love is Blind. I am so behind. I'm on season four. I'm almost done. The whole like Bliss and Zach situation, if you saw season four of Love is Blind, it has been unbelievable. I'm still not a huge fan of Zach, but I'm not finished the season yet, so I might like him more. When I finish, I'm honestly on the fence about all of these couples except for Tiffany and Brett. Like I said, I know I'm like two seasons behind, but I do love that show. It's such a cool idea. Again, you guys know I'm obsessed with love, and so I'll pretty much watch anything related to that. And I do believe that love is blind, I so I really like that show. Also, I am currently reading By a Thread. By Lucy Score, of course. I'm on a huge Lucy Score kick at the moment. I love when an author I'm into has a ton of books already to keep me like entertained until the next book comes out. Um, or like if they keep writing more books, but that's what I'm currently reading. I have been loving fun pop culture and lifestyle girl talk girl talk vibe po- podcast lately, like comments by celebs, the toast, gals on the go. Taylor Watch, yes, that is an actual podcast. It sounds creepy, but it's actually really fun. They talk about the albums, Travis, of course, different songs. It's a pop culture podcast with a focus on Taylor Swift, and it's so much fun. The Skinny Confidential just uploaded an amazing episode with Crystal Hefner. The episode is incredible. It's so interesting to learn about the Playboy Mansion and the lifestyle, and why it's such like why it was such a big thing, and how their marriage worked. Um, Crystal Hefner is Hugh Hefner's ex-wife, and I am definitely, like, I am looking forward to reading the book she just wrote, and I cannot wait to read it. Definitely check out the episode. I love the Skinny Confidential podcast in general. Y'all know that Lauren Bostick is my biggest inspiration in the world, but that interview is really, really great, especially if you like learning about people's lives. I definitely do, and just learning more (laughs) like I said about Hugh Hefner and how their marriage worked and just the Playboy Mansion and just that whole thing it was such a huge part of like American history American pop culture that you know it's just really really cool to listen to cannot wait for her book to come out I am so glad that it's February. January is just always a little bit boring, like it's never much going on. This month will be a little bit of a busy month for me. I have a lot to look forward to. I'm celebrating love all month, of course. Lots of birthdays this month. The Bob Marley movie comes out on Valentine's Day. I can't wait to see that. I have not been to the movie since I saw Beyonce Renaissance, which I really need to hurry up and come on streaming so that I can watch it to death like I feel like it's taken so long to come on streaming I'm sure like Beyonce is making sure she gets the highest offer possible with whatever streaming service she's gonna go with but hopefully that will be out soon it would be so perfect if it's out by Valentine's Day because that would make the perfect holiday for me I love Renaissance so much My mom's birthday is also this month. Rest in peace. If you have not listened to my Happy Holidays um, where I've been episode, definitely check that out. I talk about losing my mom over the holidays. I will definitely be celebrating her life for her birthday this month. I am traveling at the end of this month. I'm going to Tampa, Florida for the first time. I'm so excited. I always go to Orlando when I go to Florida because I love Disney, but I have family in Tampa. And so I'm going to go visit them. I cannot wait to be on a beach like I am getting bikini body ready. I cannot wait to be somewhere warm because it has been freezing here. Like I need a weather change so bad. I'm over the cold. I'm I've never been someone who hates the cold, but this year I'm just like, can we please get the winter over with? Like it's it's been a long winter for me. I'm just I'm ready for a change. But. I'm super excited to be on a beach very soon. I have been extra intentional about not ordering in food and um, not going out to eat too much right now, eating from home, intermittent fasting, um, low sugar, low carb, lots of water, all the things that I know work the best for my body when I want to look and feel my best. This is just what works for me. I know around Valentine's Day and throughout the rest of February and early March, I will like be having a treat meal and dessert for the holiday and i have lots of friends birthday dinners coming up and then i'll be traveling so i'll be eating out more and so i'm using these first two weeks of the month to be disciplined and consistent and super clean exercising doing my walks i also started doing one of david goggins challenges a thousand crunches a day which sounds insane But when I say this works, I did it last year for like three or four weeks straight and my abs never looked better. So I'm doing it again this year and just keeping like crunches and ab exercises in my routine going forward because I'm such a cardio girly. I enjoy lifting too, but I need to incorporate more like ab focused exercises and crunches um, into like my workout routine and like, Crunches are just like the easiest way for me to do that. Stretching is a must because it can definitely strain your back and neck. I literally watched like a YouTube video on how to do crunches properly. And it really helped because I was doing them wrong, which sounds weird because they're so easy. But form is everything. I do not do a thousand every single day. I do at least 500. Not all at one time. I can do some in the morning, some at night. Whenever I have time, but I get them in and I am seeing results, I love David Goggins. A lot of people think that he's way too extreme, but that's kind of what I like about him. Like he kind of whips your butt into shape. Like he's like a no BS. He's a really straightforward, tough kind of person. I really love him, especially when I have like a goal and I need to be a little bit like harder on myself. It does not work for everyone, but I like having discipline and being able to tell myself no when I need to. That's pretty much what I have been up to lately. So let's jump into work-life balance. We have all heard the term like the soft girl era trend. I have a whole episode on soft girl era. We all know it's important to take take care of ourselves and do self-care. I love being in my feminine energy. I also have an episode about the divine feminine, but we are living in a world right now where for the most part, women work and women working And like how we're working now, like more, we're just working a lot more now than ever before in history Um, because women's rights and the dynamic in the home has changed so much. Of course, there are still stay at home moms and housewives, but not nearly as many as there used to be most of the women i know especially the ones in my 20 something age bracket are taking care of themselves they're independent even the ones in relationships and with kids work like they and they work hard there's nothing wrong at all with being a stay at home like mom or wife we all know being like a stay-at-home mom is the hardest job in in the world being a mom just period is the hardest job in the world there's nothing wrong with being a housewife like homemaking is so important I personally love doing domestic things especially cooking I love hosting I love taking care of my home but I also love working I love making my own money being independent not having to rely on anyone to take care of me that being said I would also have no problem like with a man who wanted to take care of me. Those men are rare, but they do still exist. It's just that because the dynamics have changed, a lot of men now expect women to work like women to work but there are like men who are still more traditional I know they exist because I've dated a few and <laughs> they're rare but they are out here like whatever lifestyle you want I believe you can have I personally love both working and being a bit of a homemaker that's why I love Kenzie Elizabeth so much literally take a shot every time I mention Kenzie on here she is one of my favorite influencers she coined the term bread breadwinning housewife because she's both like a high earner and she loves taking care Of our home, cooking, cleaning, hosting, gardening. I do not have a green thumb at all, but everything else I can do. Said all that to say, it is possible to be both, and there's nothing wrong with being either or. I thought it was important to mention the whole women's role in this episode because work and women have always had such an interesting relationship, and there can also be so much pressure, especially if you have or want a family. Or, like, if you want to be one of those, like, quote-unquote women who does it all and we all know that we cannot be in two places at the same time. I'm not a mom and so I can't give advice on that, but the moms I do know do not really believe in balance. Like some days they're able to give more attention to their career and other days the kids come first. For me personally, I enjoyed seeing my mom be independent and work because I knew she was doing it to give me a better life. And she also loved the work that she did. And so that really inspired me to be passionate about what I do she was a school teacher most parents work hard to give their kids the best life possible and the kids do see that it's also important to spend time with them of course kids need attention there's no real balance it really is about priorities again I'm only speaking from watching the moms in my life one of my favorite quotes is Oprah Winfrey's like I say it all the time on here you can have it all just not all at the same time Some seasons, one thing is going to be more of a priority than something else. Two things cannot be at number one. I talked about priorities on my last episode. Some things... Um, I'm not always going to hit a perfect 10 every single day. Some days health is going to be at a 10 and social life might be at a 2. Other days work might be at a 5, but family will be at a 10. So this idea of work-life balance is pretty unrealistic for me because like I said, for most of us, work is a part of our lives. The two are not really separated, especially if you're doing work that you love. It's a part of who you are. It's not just a source of income. Work adds purpose and meaning to our lives. A lot of us express who we are and add value in whatever field you're in. Because it's not just a job, it's a calling. We all know that sometimes work really is just a job. Like I've worked jobs that I've hated. And I, like just because I straight up just needed the money. I still work because I need the money, but I have more flexibility now in choosing what I do Because working the job that I didn't like for a long time helped me to accumulate savings until I was able to do what I wanted. Sometimes, especially when you're just starting out, you have to pay your dues. Another Oprah Oprah quote that I say all the time that I basically live by at this point is do what you have to do until you can do what you want to do. If you haven't listened to my Navigating Jobs versus Passions episode, definitely check that out. I go more into the whole passion conversation when it comes to still having to make money A lot of times the thing that we're most passionate passionate about pays the least until we get that like certain break and things kind of just fall into place. But that usually takes time. This podcast is a passion project for me. It's not monetized yet. So I'm working jobs and working on my passion at the same time. What I see a lot of people do is when they're unhappy with their job. A lot of times they just quit altogether to work on their passion and that's not always the best decision sometimes you have to do both I work after work because I'm passionate about what I do so both like the job that's my actual income and the content I create like it's work to do this but I love it and I love my nine to five we all know that nine to fives are not just nine to five I work more than 40 hours a week but that's like the season of life that I'm in right now and I'm so grateful to be Where I am. In reality, it's not like we have work and then the rest of our lives. Everything is intertwined. I think when people talk about wanting work life balance, what they really mean is they need boundaries with work. So it's not taking up their entire lives. And that goes back to priorities and time management and planning for the day. Can you do more work one day so that you can free up time? for a different priority another day? How can you maximize your time and your energy so that you're not wasting it day to day? Instead of watching TV when I get home from work every day, I work on this podcast and my blog and creating content because it's a priority for me and something that I'm passionate about. If you need more money, are there days in your week where you can work more like part-time service jobs, servers, nannying, bartending, like easy cash. That's not like a super long-term commitment. You can save up for a few months and then leave. Some seasons are going to be more work-heavy and some will be more chill. And one day, you know, you might not have to work at all, like if that's your goal. And also keep in the back of your mind, what would you do or what will you do when you don't need to work for money anymore? My favorite people are the ones who still work every day just because they love what they do. We all know Oprah Winfrey does not need to work anymore. Like, that's just a fact. Martha Stewart does not need to work anymore. Most famous athletes, LeBron James, does not need to play basketball anymore, but he still does. What's the thing that you love to do that you know you'll still do when you don't need to make money from it? And it's fine if you don't know that yet, like your 20s, especially are the years to try everything. It sounds so cheesy, but I really do believe in trusting the process. I also believe in work and paying your dues and nothing happening overnight, except that you might be in a season where work does consume your life and no, like it won't it won't be like that forever. Also know that when you do get to a stable place financially, you can have more of a say in how you choose to work. That's why they say with more freedom comes more responsibility because you have the freedom to create your own schedule and you're not answering to a boss every day. You have more control over your time. What you do with it is up to you. And if you do have a tight like a tight work schedule now, really think about how you use your free time What do you do when you're not working? What do you want to do more of? If you feel like you want more of a life outside of work, how do you want to spend your time? Sometimes you will have to bite the bullet and make sacrifices now so that you can enjoy life more later. The number one thing that helps with work-life balance for me, and like I said, I wouldn't really call it balance, but the thing that helps me the most with my relationship with work is having boundaries around work. I keep my work relationships professional. Of course, I have work friends, but I'm not like at work to make friends. I'm there. I'm honestly I'm there for a check. Like I'm there to do my job. I don't need to get super personal with everyone. Everyone does not need to know my business. I don't need to know everyone else's business. It's just a job. I also don't get too attached or dependent on my job because I know I can always do something else. I think people are terrified of things like losing jobs or. Not being good at a job because they attach the job too much to their identity. What you do for a living is not who you are. Just like you got that job, you can always get another one if you really need to. So not being super attached and dependent helps me to know that I'm not super, like I'm not limited to doing this one thing for the rest of my life. And this is not my end all be all. I'm grateful for my job, but it's not my whole life. Another thing that really helps me with my relationship with work is planning as much as possible. I know that I am a broken record when it comes to planning, but I am as intentional as I can be with my time. Some days I'm working 12 hours plus, some days it's four hours and I plan for the day. I put on my calendar when I'm seeing friends, birthdays, when I'm going to church, I schedule in what days I know I'll have time to do at least 30 minutes on the treadmill. I plan my meals as much as possible. I make sure that I'm journaling when I have free time and read and do the things that make me happy throughout the week so that I'm not just working. I'm also living my life and being well-rounded and having fun. Some questions that you can ask yourself are what else in your life is a priority what do you feel like work is holding you back from doing ultimately what makes you happy what is your ideal life do you like your job what like why do you do your job Do you feel like you're serving a purpose? Have you made an exit plan if you're not happy with where you are? What's your relationship with your job or career? Whatever title you have, is it who you are? Do you feel defined by what you do? There is so much pressure around titles, and the first thing people ask is, what do you do? Like, because we like to judge people based on what they do, whether we realize it or not, I do think nowadays, like, some of that is changing because you can literally make money doing anything now, like... A lot of traditional jobs do not carry the same weight as they used to. Of course, it's still amazing to be a doctor and a lawyer, but those are no longer the only high-paying, like sexy, um, prestigious jobs. Like they're just not anymore. So, working for certain companies is still a flex, but sometimes, like the times, really are changing. Even from just when I was like in elementary and middle school until now. In your 20s especially, there is a lot of pressure, even more so if you have more traditional parents. Um, It's just important to remember that you do not have to do the same things forever. You can change your mind and you can also do more than one thing. Multiple streams of income is honestly the name of the game right now. Like During the pandemic, a lot of the world realized that we cannot put all our eggs in one basket But know your why. Why do you do what you do? Why do you love what you do? What does work, job, career, what does it mean to you? What does it do for you? Work can become so draining because we feel like we're constantly giving of ourselves because we get paid to, but it should work both ways. So like, what are you getting out of your job besides a check? Like, what is it doing for you? We all know how much we do for our jobs, but like our... Um, our job should also be doing things for us as well. When talking about work-life balance, I feel like burnout, fatigue, stress, exhaustion is also a big part of this conversation. You have to make time for rest That might mean saying no to something. You can always reschedule plans, especially if it's just hanging out and not like a super special event. You can say no so that you have time to recharge and rest and go to bed early, whatever it is you need to do to relax and unwind. Habits are so important. Health and wellness is so important. I have a lot more energy when I'm eating clean and drinking my water and not drinking alcohol, especially when I have to be up early almost every single day. Like it just it all goes together. Remember to make time to just do absolutely nothing and have nothing you need to do so that you can just chill, watch a movie or a show or read or Whatever makes you happy, sleep, nap, just lay in bed, do like doing nothing. Like I, I also love watching YouTube vlogs. I am on a huge Danielle Carolyn kick right now. She is one of the girls from the Gals on the Go podcast. Her lifestyle vlogs are so fun. We have so much in common. She lives in New York City. Her vlogs are the best. For me, I just have to have things outside of work that make me happy and fulfill me. Being well-rounded and just having a full life is important to me. So whatever that looks like for you, like I said, every day will not look the same. Every season will not look the same. Do the best you can with what you have and where you are right now make the also make the um, mundane like everyday boring stuff more fun I love setting timers and doing as much as I can in a short amount of time it really helps with productivity especially with doing things I do not feel like doing throwing on music or a podcast while you cook or clean or commute doing things that make you happy while like you do while you do things you don't really feel like doing and make the things that you are doing more fun and special um Like, that's basically what romanticizing your life is all about, making little everyday moments more special by making them more personal to you, drinking out of a certain mug or a cup, wearing a cute workout set, Um, and you don't have to, like, spend money to romanticize your life. Putting on, like, the Sinatra station on Apple Music while I work and drink my tea is romantic to me, or the Tony Bennett station, jazz is my favorite. I love the Rat Pack podcasts make everything better for me. You guys know I'm obsessed with podcasts. That's why I have one. I love listening to people talk about different topics I'm interested in. Pop culture, health, wellness, personal development, lifestyle, sports, finance. I love being able to learn so much or just listen to some girl talk throughout my day. Like I said, that's why I have my own podcast. I love it. By the way, the biggest lie ever told is when you do what you love, you'll never work another day in your life i understand the thought behind that saying but it is so not true when you do what you love you'll actually work a lot (laughs) because you love it and so you'll be doing it a lot the last thing that i'll say is it is important to keep in mind that feeling called to do what you do adds a deeper sense of meaning and purpose to your work or to your job you are there for a reason and you're adding value Um, You're a part of something bigger. No matter what your job is, you're likely making a difference in someone else's life and at least making their day or even their life easier by doing what you're doing. From being a waiter to high-end executives, if you're employed, you're serving at least one person in some kind of way. And yes, work can be draining, it can be a lot, but it helps to remember that you do have a purpose and you are where you are for a reason. And also remember you do not have to stay where you are forever if you're not happy. Do not put yourself in a box, allow yourself to grow and change your mind and make new and different moves when you need to be flexible with yourself. If you are not happy, make a plan to change. Put in the work and do what you need to do to get to where you want to be. That is it for this episode, guys. If you enjoyed it, make sure you're following this podcast and have this saved to your library so that you do not miss any episodes from me. Also, make sure you share, rate, and review this podcast. It helps me out a ton. DM me anytime with questions or topics you want me to cover. My Instagram is at Mara P. Sullivan. You can also find me on Lemon8 at Mara P. Sullivan, and you can message me on there as well. Remember, no matter what your life might look like right now, do not forget to love. Happy Love Month and Happy Black History Month, and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.